Welcome to Cancelled. We are back once again at the beautiful Permanent Record Studios. We did it. Avery Moore, we did it. We made we it finished. through six episodes of <laughs> QED. <laughs> you, when I came to pick you up today, and we'll get to it in a second, when I came to pick you up today, you opened the door and said, LOL, at the show just getting good. And I can't <laughs> believe you said that because I hated these episodes you so did. much. Oh, well, I'm, okay. I'm well, much goofier than you. I, I'm also goofy. I like goofy, but God damn it, were these boring. I'm goofy. <laughs> oh, you are very goofy. I thought it was. There, I was on the edge of my seat. We were at, we were at a, we were at a restaurant. Me and my girl were at a restaurant this weekend, and uh, across the room from us, I looked over and I said, "Oh my God, that lady looks like a not fun Avery Moore." And there was just you, if you were wearing like. A, like a like a north faced vest and oh, a, yeah. like a like a like a a plain baseball cap oh like a, like a no logo just like I was like oh what a bummer to be but it, not but it not an, cool Avery Moore yeah, but a it was an eighty dollar hat oh yeah just for a plain sure. <laughs> for sure yeah at the bar we call that uh, the. Uh, we call those Patagonia nights. <laughs> those people, ah, it's gonna be a real Patagonia night. <laughs> How's things otherwise? How's the finger healing up? Fingers healing up pretty well. Um, I'm trying not to. I was really sick and tired of wearing that brace, um, so I only wear it when I go to work now. Because um, I, you know, I I want to bend my finger. <laughs> <laughs> Reasonable. Um, yeah, but uh, it's it's getting there. It looks like it. Now it just looks like my finger got like a little – it joined the army and got a little flat top. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Got a little high and tight on that thing. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. My finger betrayed me. <laughs> <laughs> By joining the military? <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> also, I would like to add – that's another reason why I hate this show. QED is a terrible boss and everything is like classist and terrible at all yeah. times on this show. Uh, we might as well just fucking dig into it. Episode five mm-hmm. is something about it's like to catch a ghost or something is the name yeah. of the episode, and there's gonna be a ghost. But surprise, surprise, there's not a fucking ghost. It's not uh, real. Of course, it's not real. As soon <laughs> as they said they were gonna have to find a ghost, I was like, oh, this is just gonna be a Scooby Doo episode. Yeah, and it 100 percent is just a <laughs> Scooby Doo episode. There's a lady dressed up like a ghost and secret passages. Yeah. Um. So, what did you like about this episode? I loved because I like that the like it's set in this period, but it was like in it was like in an actual like manner, sure. you know, not just in QED's nice apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I just it, it was like a it was like Downton Abbey with ghosts. There's some Downton Abbey qualities. I also thought like oh what what got me excited for the episode is like it so it opens with them doing some dumb experiment on a on a piece of like a uh, photography that's going to take a picture of his coronal discharge it's like yeah. taking like your aura essentially right yeah um and you got it but it's an old-timey camera so you got to stay perfectly still for like an hour or whatever and then uh oh jenny opens the door by accident and ruins everything mm-hmm. and he is immediately just a dickhead of course and then she's like i'll have you know that uh do not disturb signs don't work well if you leave them on the inside of the door and i was like <laughs> i mean yeah good fuck you qed why are you yelling yeah. at this girl lock how about this lock your goddamn doors lock- the door dickhead it made me so <laughs> mad but what i excited what i got excited for was i was like oh this so she was like i have to leave i gotta go visit my aunt yeah i'm catching the two o'clock train and then she kind of goes by herself and i was like oh this is going to be like a jenny centric yeah, episode like right it. and it was but it wasn't enough you know what i mean but at the end of the day she doesn't just her walking around the hallways looking scared yeah <laughs> she doesn't end up like Solving the thing. I was hoping this is going to be the episode no, where like he still does everything exactly. So that's why I was like, oh well, that's like a bummer. I thought she's going to like have some shit to do, and no, all no. she does is like believe in ghosts. For yeah, for just a minute. 
for like longer than you would think. Yeah. Like, she like grows, but she talks about how, so basically she has to go to her aunt and her aunt raised her after her parents died mm-hmm. on this like man. Dad died in South Africa. I did catch that. I don't, I'm assuming he was doing something terrible. Awful. There. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> he was inventing apartheid. That's yeah. what he was doing. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so, so she's gonna go because the aunt is sick and mm-hmm. she, she goes, uh, mm-hmm. there's a girl there who's like her cousin or the something. Cousin. Um, who's been living on the estate with her husband and they were like tight as whatever as kids and now she's come back to check on the aunt or whatever. Yeah. Right? Uh, but she's, she's set to like inherit everything, right? Right. That comes yeah. up a little oh, bit later, later yeah. but she, the, the grandma, the aunt says, look, I, you know, they tell you at this age you're supposed to update your will once a year. So just to show you, you'll get the land and the house and everything and the estate. And then if you don't have any kids, it's going to revert, like it'll go to, them after you pass or whatever. Yeah. Uh, because I guess she was saying that, like, it would have went to her dad. Yeah. But the dad died. Yeah. So, so it should go to, to her. her. Right? Yeah. But also, the, neat, the the cousin is saying how, like, oh, the ghost is back. Aunt, whoever, the f- whatever. Uh-huh. So this Aunt Effie is the the actual Yeah, she's the matriarch, right. kind of, yeah. And then and they, she's really ill. She's sick. And the but, cousin's been taking care of her. But also, they talk about how she's really ill. All, she's walking around. She's walking around for she having a, dinner and she shit. She has a slight cough. Yeah. That's it. She, like, every once in a while goes, <laughs> like, that's a whole yeah. higher sickness. <laughs> and she also has, like, shitty, like, I don't know. She was fine. Like, there's certain things I was like, oh, she's like a bad, like, badass lady. She, like, mm-hmm. runs the house or whatever. But also, then she's like a classist bitch. At one point, yeah. she goes, like, I think every family has a ghost. Uh, any family of standing, anyway. I was like, oh, yeah. fuck you. <laughs> poor people can get haunted. I would say more often than not. Yeah. Hey, poor people die with unfinished business. Mm-hmm. They got bills to pay. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I literally wrote down, there's a ghost. This is going to be some Scooby-Doo bullshit. The other, there was, oh, one other moment I want to go back to the beginning before she gets to the, the house. Uh, after she, like fucks up the experiment or whatever and then tells him he's tells QED she's leaving he's all flustered or whatever and she says uh, uh Mr. Devereux the the sugar in your tea and he's like putting sugar in his tea and she's like you don't take sugar in your tea and he goes wah, wah. and I'm like what that's the joke that he accident it felt like somebody was yelling that from off camera as like a continuity mistake and they just left it in the episode <laughs> like it felt like they're like oh no you've never put sugar in your tea before don't do that and then they just left it in the episode i didn't even notice that it was yeah. so weird <laughs> can we talk about the ghost for a second yeah the so i i maybe i'd like blinked in it and it passed over how did they they projected it no well so what they they explained it at the very end after they've caught her and everything yeah. um so there's there's a secret tunnel that goes from the church to like this outbuilding. So, all right. Yeah. So Jenny, yeah, there's a chapel Jenny wakes on up premises. at one point. Jenny, Jenny keeps waking up at night, and you hear the ghost going, "Jenny, Jenny follow Jenny. me, Jenny." <laughs> uh, Jenny, the first night, Jenny follows the ghost, and all of a sudden, the ghost is in this like church that's out like an outbuilding. Uh, so she goes out there and on then, the tower. On the tower, and then she disappears. She disappears, but a rock is pushed off the top of the tower yeah. and almost kills Jenny. That's when she writes to. Uh, QED and says, hey, you got to come. Yeah. We have a ghost. Something tried to a kill A ghost me. is trying to murder me. <laughs> also, how fast is this mail? She took a train to get wherever she's going, and that letter gets there like the next yeah. morning. <laughs> like, we don't get mail that fast. Well, remember here. in the beginning of the episode, the um, the 
the mailman comes and the guy's like, uh, Phipps, Phipps is like, I like, could sit my watch to you, Martin. <laughs> sure. And then the and then the mailman rides away like in the most inefficient way. Like, so like he's like an extra that doesn't know how to ride a bike, but he's supposed <laughs> to be a bike riding mailman. He put it on because the... he was like, Whoa. he for sure put on his resume that he can ride a bicycle and, and he then couldn't. He absolutely especially couldn't. in gravel. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, so what we find out is there's a secret. Uh, tunnel for like a secret passage for, like behind a painting. Like the server. The, the servants. Quarters. The servants use but it goes from the building, from the main house to this church and the maids yeah. use it to sneak out at night yeah. because the head like who I don't know the yeah, butler it's or whatever. Like a service tunnel, so that they don't have to be seen by the that's rich what people I think, from I think back in the what, day. But now the, they just use it to go to party. go party because <laughs> the guy who's in charge of the staff, yeah. he's like the head butler or whatever, he sucks. Doesn't let them leave at night. Yeah, no, what he's the really fuck abusive. are you talking about? I'm he, gonna leave. Like, he's really abusive to the to the yeah. To he's, the he's also shitty. At one point, he says like they're talking about how uh, you know. So they they're ask Phipps like, "What's your?" Uh, you know, are you a butler or are you a well, gentleman? A jack of all trades. Yeah, and he kind of does a little bit of everything. Yeah. And he says how, like, you know, sometimes Jenny helps me with the food or whatever. He's like, you could say we have a modern household. And I was like, I don't know that you can. But, yeah. uh, but and then the, he goes, modern household and modern women. Yeah. It's going to be the end of all of us. He does. And then, mo- yeah. then Fip says, well, some of us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like Phipps. But that guy is, like, just like a weird – and first, I will say this about this episode. It's the first one that I didn't have solved immediately. Yeah. Like I wasn't still kind of up for who's uh, doing this. I think after the second – after the first time the ghost came when QED was there, I knew it was that girl. Okay. I didn't. For a second I thought it was – at one point I th- – I thought it was the girl or her husband. So I thought it was the husband for a minute. I, there was clearly a girl involved just because yeah. there's a, a, a female voice mm-hmm. for this ghost. Um, and then for a second I thought it was – I briefly thought it was the head butler guy yeah. because the uh, old lady tells her, like, you know, once you inherit this place, you can modernize whatever you want. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, he hates to modernize. Maybe he's trying to, like, keep yeah. things the way they are. There's also a thing that I kind of thought felt got, like, dropped is the old lady says, like, um, you know, or, or he says no good has come to any but any – Whatever their last name is, Martin. Martin, who has left the manor yeah. because apparently when you leave, you die. So yeah. like, the, her father died in South Africa. Other men, yeah. whatever. And the ghost always shows up when someone's going is about to die. Yeah. And now you all think it's her because she's old or whatever, right? So I was like, oh, there's going to be some interesting thing where like, oh, they've someone has been killing these people all along. In I an, thought that in an for effort a to too. keep the thing in the family or something. But no, that shit just goes away. Yeah. There's nothing. Yeah. Uh, um, I wrote down, God damn, the story's boring a lot of times. <laughs> I, I mean, here's the main problem with this show. There is like a 30-minute episode in each one of these hour-long episodes. Yeah. Everything just takes so goddamn yeah. long. The amount of times that they did the same sequence with the ghosts. It happened like six, Three, it happened six least, times. It happened at least four or five times where yeah. they, she Jenny wakes she up. She walks out. She looks thing. out the door. The ghost is at the end of the stairs. Right. Then it's up at the top of the stairs. Then it's outside of the tower. Right. And it happens every single time. But like, just cut. Just let it, Jenny, yeah. and then cut to the tower. Yeah, we get it. We know what's happening here, right? We, it happened five <laughs> times before. <laughs> she, uh, so she calls that, she, so she calls, uh, QED, so QED and Phipps show up, right? And they yeah. tell Charlie to stay behind. Um, because for whatever reason, no one respects Charlie, even though he's proven himself to be quite capable multiple times. Yeah. Um, 
they show up and he's under the guise that he wants to do some research on the oldest bridge, the the oldest iron bridge in yeah. England is nearby or whatever. Oh, the be- that's, this is the best line. He was like, and did you know that mm-hmm. in that age they used iron as if it was wood? And uh, the the lady of the house is like, no, I didn't know that and I don't really care. <laughs> yeah, I wrote it down because it's so good. She act- what, I think what exactly she actually like, said? I wrote it down because it just the, her phrasing really yeah, made me Yeah, she's just like, like shut the yeah, fuck up. Yeah, you know when they built the castle? the iron he used it as if it were wood and he said I she goes I don't know that I did know that and I don't know that I care yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, it's just so, and then she just turns her head and talks to somebody else it was fucking great it made me laugh so I, yeah I thoroughly enjoyed that uh, the other thing that's going on <laughs> is um, QED has invented uh, grocery store doors, essentially. Yeah, he's, he's like automatic door. Yeah, he's invented a thing where you walk through a beam, like a light beam, it triggers and it triggers the door to open yeah. and close, right? Um, but when Phipps, Phipps walks to the door, it opens automatically. He's like, oh, that was weird. And then he walks in and he closes it, and he immediately turns into like shaggy. It's so like immediate. My other problem is, Phipps, you're smarter than this. You work in this house. You know he's inventing things all the time. It's his little lab, too. Yeah, for sure. It's the door to the lab. For sure. That annoyed me. I guess it was kind of to set up how scared he is of ghosts. Yeah. Because when they do go to the house to look for the ghost, and Charlie eventually shows up saying he's writing a story about the oldest bridge in town or Which, whatever. Which, yeah. It's just super Dummies. Um, Which, he, do you think, they didn't really explain why they both said that. Do you I, think they both just looked up geographical features of the area and they picked, that's the only interesting thing? That's kind of what I do think is what we're supposed to believe. Yeah, that or they maybe just, that was in the script and they just cut it out. There's so many things where it's like, it's connected. Like they right. both are talking about the bridge and yeah. that's their alibi mm. or that's their cover. Excuse for coming, yeah. But it's never addressed that they both say the same thing and that everyone at the dinner table is like, what? Yeah, yeah. No, like, I agree. I feel I, like they cut a scene, scene out. where they looked up something or whatever. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Absolutely. And that happens a fair amount. Yeah, it happens yeah. all the time. Um, so they show up and they're going to look, try to see the ghost, right? Yeah. Uh, and they do. They suck in the ghost shows up again. The best then. is QED's face when he first sees the ghost. Because yeah. he, he kind of almost believes it. And he goes like. <gasps> yeah. He freaks out a little bit when it comes to commercial. Phipps has a full uh, on. Can we talk about back. the door real, real fast? Sure. The automatic door real fast. Yeah, yeah. Um, he says that the reason he built it is for efficiency. It's to save time. And not for like to help like people. Yeah. yeah no. With like disabilities. Absolutely not. Couldn't care. Or help like what automatic doors are actually for. Yeah. Yeah. He was he says that they're for efficiency. He says he's going to put it on the pantry. It's Yeah, he's going to put it on the pantry. And the other thing, I, the moment I did like is that they always do kind of write Phipps as like a – like a, a a working class kind of a like like supporter like yeah. leftist kind of shit because yeah. he's like oh great another invention that's gonna take jobs away from, from the surf the servant class the servant or whatever class. right yeah. Uh, but yeah efficiency is the dumbest reason over one of those yeah and then what they <laughs> why figure, would you even write that and then he so Phipps does a thing in that moment where he like cuts the beam and the door opens yeah and then they have a little conversation and he goes to leave and when he walks through the beam the door closes on him and then he has to step back and like step over the beam and he's like efficiency and yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh 
so he has a panic attack. So they see the ghost. He Phipps freaks out. He knocks over a, a, a like a suit of armor, and they, he's probably knocks out a suit of knocks over a suit of armor. QED falls down the stairs for some reason, and then they and they're fight. all just in a pile on top. Yeah, of Yeah, it looks other. like they're like scrap. Like it looks like yeah, it looks like like when like in the cartoon when like the dogs are fighting. There's just a cloud of dust. Yeah, a bunch of ampersand. Yeah. Around. yeah, yeah. And he's like like rolling around with the suit of armor and shit, and then. Uh, the the husband of the cousin wakes up and he's like, "I think you all should leave." And I'm like, "Yeah, probably should." Yeah, uh, they're being very loud in the middle of the night in this dying woman's house. <laughs> uh, but they so they leave, but they leave. They're like, "Yes, we should leave, absolutely." But he leaves so he can go back get his camera that takes pictures of invisible energy of like electric in the dark. Field. So he's work in the dark, and he's going to get his eye beam automator thing to automate taking the picture, so they can get a picture of the ghost. Mm-hmm. Um, which they do because there's another there's another fucking shot of the ghost showing up and walking <laughs> the around entire sequence the whole again. sequence again, um, and that's when Charlie is hiding in the in case he, she shows up uh, in the church she's hiding in the church, uh, which is when he finds out that there's this the the maid he catches the maid he catches the maid from partying. From partying. Um, so they do, and then that maid's cool. She's like, cool "It'll kid. just be all little secret." And yeah, there's yeah, just yeah. a man she met yesterday hiding in the church. Yeah, 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 <laughs> she just goes back <laughs> inside. Doesn't give a fuck. Well, yeah, yeah. All right, see you later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they go back a third night to, to catch a to figure out what's going on. They to catch, catch a, a pre- so they catch a pre- <laughs> <laughs> Yes, uh, I didn't know the ghost was thirteen. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Jenny does look young. Um, by the way, Jenny has had a. A solid career after this. She's like consistently worked. Like if you look at her IMDb, it's a lot of like it's British, like four episodes of Hollyoaks, six episodes of Midsummer Murders. Like it's right. like in all this stuff. I'm like, good for her. All right. Uh, meanwhile, Charlie does not have a photo on his IMDb page. But I will say this, Dr. Stefan Kilkis. Well, maybe he chose a different path and got it all taken down. Yeah. Sometimes people like become like lawyers or doctors. Or yeah, yeah. They don't like, want that shit. Yeah, 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 yeah I'm yeah. just gonna pay to get my page taken down. For sure. Um, I will say that Dr. Stephen Kilkes has probably had the most successful. Yeah, career. that guy's well, really, outside of maybe Sam Waterston, yeah. obviously. But that like, guy's really recognizable. Five seasons of Game of Thrones, like he's yeah. fucking in stuff. Uh, but anyway, so the church, the uh, sorry. The, oh, I've been falling asleep yeah. all fucking morning. That's what waking up. I had, well, I had two cups of coffee, but also smoked two bowls. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, sure, it bounced. eye for an eye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they go to, so they go back. They follow the ghost. They go through the fucking secret tunnel, whatever. They catch the ghost, and it's the cousin. Yeah, and I will say this is my maybe and my favorite didn't moment. She have- Black hair. She has black hair, but she's blonde. Like I think she put like a wig or something on her, dyed it for like ghost Why? purposes. For ghost purposes to look like the ghost. I don't. But the ghost in the picture has brown, brown hair, hair for sure. A hundred percent. The wig threw me off. I and it took me a minute. I did. It did I did like a, a, for sure. a what? Yeah, <laughs> and I was it, like, wait, why is she blonde now? It for sure took me a second too. Uh, so they. Yeah. So they go. So they catch the ghost. They find out it's her, and she's. I will say maybe my – I think that's my favorite performance and moment in this episode yeah. is her like going like, you know, what do you mean why did I do this? She's always 
was the favorite. She got the better presents. The best toys <laughs> at Christmas, and now she's going to get all this, you know, everything. And I've lived here, and this I is stayed. I stayed, and I and she didn't, so I yeah. should get it. And I was like, oh, that's pretty reasonable. Yeah. I mean, don't try. And she she and tries she to drop. I a, hate her, and that's why I killed her. And I hope she burns <laughs> in hell. <laughs> she has a full breakdown, and it's kind. It's like very campy and great. Yeah, I really enjoyed it, it. Turns out she didn't actually. She thought she dropped a shot yeah, the leer on her, but she's still alive. And, uh, I love when they cut when they they like the camera like swoops and cuts to just like her hand and a knife cutting a rope, <laughs> and there's like a there's like a spotlight on it for some reason. Yeah, I don't know where that light came from because like <laughs> QED what? has a flashlight, but it wouldn't make sense for him to help her cut yeah. that rope. Uh, they so they do all that, and uh, we find out she's going to go to a home because she's had this melt this breakdown, and she'll be there for a long time or whatever. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't like go to jail; she just like yeah. goes to get some help. It's hysteria. It's hysteria. With, well, like, then QED with, says that to Ginny earlier in the episode. He's like, "And I've never known you to experience any hysteria." Right. So I was like, "Shut the fuck up." <laughs> <laughs> well, it was also he has the weirdest line at the end of this episode, but we'll we'll get to it in one second okay. because the reveal for the ghost, the projection or whatever we. Talked about earlier is he says in this moment he goes it was quite simple actually all she did was go to the tunnel and step behind a transparent film and then she slowly turned up the lamp lantern she was carrying and it gave her a very ghostly appearance but i don't understand how that puts her in the hallway yeah green like it does yeah. nothing, her, the explanation doesn't make and any fucking thing it, the tra- it doesn't it doesn't make any sense yeah um, but then he says, "Too bad she had to. Tur- she t- too bad she had to end up to be a real woman." And then it cuts the credits. That's how the fucking yeah. show ends. And I was like, "Wait, QED you wanna- wanted it to be a QED, ghost? QED, you want to fuck a ghost? Yeah. I-, I think QED wants to fuck a ghost." <laughs> I-, I feel like he, had- you know, how he like like will re- like constantly have like some moment in the flag like, of futurism where it'll be like, "Oh, I've come up with this idea," and it'll be a reference to some shit we yeah. know or whatever. I feel like maybe he was trying to re- like. He was like, I'm trying to work in that scene from Ghostbusters where Dan Aykroyd gets, gets dick sucked, sucked by that ghost. QED knows about that magic, somehow. Magic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think, was there anything else? Because, yeah, so that's – and, like, I didn't mind the idea of the ghost. I thought that was kind of fun. I thought it was really silly that they chose to do a ghost story For sure. in this show. I was like, wait, this is like and – and, and that it wasn't, like – there wasn't some elaborate, like – operation going on not operation uh, elaborate like the hoax of the ghost right like has she been doing that all the, along since they were kids or the whole yeah. family talks about how they've seen ghosts back when the yeah, father died the and all yeah. that stuff so like what when when was the ghost around then i think i thought it was going to be like a projector or something something that would have made so oh, like he's working on a camera of some sort right yeah then there's another thing when someone's figuring out a projector or something yeah would have made sense yeah nope not the case uh, um, it's just a like a like a gobo or some shit like some sort of light trick. The other thing that they say, the other kind of thing that is referenced a lot in this episode is that the old lady is telling Jenny that she loves QED, that Jenny's in love oh, with yeah. QED, right? And she keeps bringing like, oh, you have to go help your old doctor or whatever, uh-huh. right? But then also she says like, and Jenny's like, oh, oh no, it can't be or whatever. But. Uh, 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 Aunt Effie at one point says, like, the women in this family have always had a streak of willfulness. And I was like, yeah, good. Isn't that – you should be – Proud of that. <laughs> yeah, particularly because you are that. You're this, like, I matriarchal character mm-hmm. that, like, runs this massive estate or whatever. Yeah. Like, it just – it felt weird. The other thing that felt weird is Jenny, for some reason, leads 
she basically tells Aunt Effie, like, oh, uh, QED needs my help. He's, like, kind of doddering and old or whatever. Yeah. Um, so when he shows up. And he's, like, young and handsome. But also, well, see, that's what was weird, right? Because she shows up and the the uh, she, the aunt tells, like, the help, like, oh, make sure you go help him. He's going to be exhausted from this long ride. He's this old man or whatever. He shows up, this young, capable man. The The butler still, like – carries him inside yeah. <laughs> and i was like oh that could be a funny gag if they keep it up or like everyone's trying to help him constantly because they yeah. like this is miscommunication no they like they immediately yeah, he goes, forget I, think it. I can manage yeah and that's it <laughs> that's over it's just done immediately yeah i thought that was weird he like grabs his arm yeah and, like leads him inside. he's like oh don't try to just just uh just lean on me i'll get you in or whatever he says <laughs> which was super weird um yeah that's basically this whole episode yeah I guess it wasn't good. I guess I was just, <laughs> I guess I was just really <laughs> stoned. That could be it. Uh, which brings us to episode six, which is it's the final episode, the last episode. And as soon as I hey, saw a Chinese is... person, I was like, "Ooh, here comes the racism." Yep. And also, like, I love like. You can tell by this episode that they did not know they were going to get canceled. No, 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 no. This no, was no, like no, a no. yo. Yeah, you're done. Close up shop. Yeah. It <laughs> fucking sucks. Yeah, for sure. You're there's, all fired. There's no sort of like, like, no. temp, like, Kilkis doesn't show up no. again. Like, there's just nothing. <laughs> they clearly were just like, you're out. And what's funny is IMDb lists this as a mini series. And I'm like, nah, nigga. you tried. You thought this was a series. You just got canceled. Um, so this episode's fucking wild to me, by the way. So it opens up the cops finding a dead body, this dead Chinese guy. Mm-hmm. And and uh, Charlie is there. Can I to tell you, story. I immediately went, opium. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, particularly because of how racist the music is. Yeah, it was like, bing, 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 bing. They, well, they take the fucking QED music and they do it and with, like, Chinese. It. I they, know. It's like there's an ep- there's a there's this <laughs> half a season of Sons of Anarchy where they go to Ireland yeah. and they, like, flogging do Molly like, up yeah. the theme music. And it's that, but very racist. But Chinese. Uh-huh. So he, so Charlie is there trying to do a report, and he mentions how like this is you know not the first death, and the police are like twenty seven. Well, they say that later. They just yeah. they, it takes them a second to get to twenty seven. But the, Charlie's going right, you know, and the police are saying, oh, it's just natural, yeah. you know, natural causes or whatever. This is a poor dead man who had nothing, and nobody knows him, and blah blah blah. Yeah. And then when he we find out it's twenty seven have died in the last month. Yeah. You know how many fucking yeah. human beings that is? <laughs> yeah. It's a wild. And in, and in literally in the same neighborhood and of all the same nationality yeah, the yeah. same steps, and they all them. work at the same place it's wild <laughs> and the show does not give that number any gravitas yeah they throw that number out very willy-nilly yeah i thought it was gonna be like the last six, six. months or yeah. i thought it was gonna be six people like yeah. I know even six is a lot. Twenty seven like, people in one month. <laughs> it's wild. It's yeah. What a day. It's people a spree. <laughs> it's it, like there would be fucking it'd be on every newspaper. Yeah. Even if it's just twenty seven Chinese workers in a very racist society. Yeah. Fucking A, it's there's still... it's still twenty seven <laughs> people a person a day. Yeah. Jesus Christ, that fucking blew my mind. Uh, um so they go so the the police leave and then a, a Chinese lady goes up to Charlie and she's got her face all wrapped up and she's like, Please, we need your help. Please follow me or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they go to this Chinese doctor's office who is like everything's just so yeah. he, he's like speaking in Chinese 
gibberish. And my gibberish, yeah. he's English, but like nonsense. Yeah. So at one point he says like, you're in my house, Mr. Andrews. Everything here is secret and well known. That doesn't mean anything. Yeah. That's just Chinese mythy bullshit. Yeah. You're trying to make <laughs> this man magical for some reason in a way that just doesn't make any fucking sense. Um, but they tell him, you know, we need your help, whatever. And he goes, well, I can't help, but I think I know someone who can. And they go to fucking QED, who is a dickhead as usual. Yeah. Immediately. He's like, like, everybody's dead? Well, you need a pathologist. Can't help you. Sorry. Um, and they're like, well, he, he, he basically kind of agrees to, to help. And he's like, I need to examine a body or something. And he's like, oh, I'll be fine. No problem. There's just another body the next fucking day. 28. There's immediately another also, body. Also, they know where it is. Yeah. They that know. was weird. That was super weird. They and just that, walk up on it on a, and underneath a dock. And the area of town is called Limehouse. They keep yeah. referring to it as Limehouse all the time. And uh, he just says, there's nothing that happens in Limehouse that I don't know. How? You're a doctor. And it turns out, no, you're not. Yeah. You find out in a little bit. He's working. So, He's just a little toady. So they go, like... Uh, it's, it's so glib about these. I just I, it just drives me nuts how glib they are about these twenty seven dead yeah. people. But uh, also the other thing they go. Uh, uh, so so he shows up to talk to uh, QED to try to get help, and he's like, these men are all of the same age. They all work in the same area. The yeah. docks are these tea warehouses. Uh, they all smoke opium, which is a very common vice mm-hmm. in our area. And QED's like, opium doesn't kill. Yeah. He's very, it's spoken like an opium addict who's very yeah. defensive. <laughs> and they're all from Shanghai. Yes. They're all jumping, jumping ship in Shanghai mm-hmm. when the boats dock or whatever, right? So he, he investigates, but the police show up right away, so he doesn't have time. And he's like, they're do you like, know where they, look another one. do you know where they live? Do you know where, which, which place they work at? I need to get some sort of evidence if I'm going to find anything. Their clothes they were wearing. And, uh, Phipps is like, oh, I think I can help. They go to a, they he, go to a store. Where that they have just all the dead guys' clothes? It's, so here's And he's like, what, these new ones came in this morning. Yeah, 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 yeah. But and here's like, wild. what, do the cops sell the clothes? Here's my, here's why I find this very weird. You go into the shop, it's a bunch of white people. It's like a fancy dress shop. Relatively hot, fancy, right? Hat an, shop. An old, well, I think it's supposed to be like kind of middle. Yeah. Because like the, there's like a heavy set older lady yeah, that's talking goes, to the well, proprietor. Yeah, you look like a real lady. The, she goes, oh, I'm a lady all the time. Right. Uh, so I, I think she's like not, I think she's not quite <laughs> fancy, but she's trying to give that yeah. air, right? But it's still like a nice place. Yeah. And also a place where you buy like fancy hats and yeah. whatever. She does say something about like I hope you put flea powder on these hats. Yeah. But like it's like so that's like a place where like people might bring their dead relatives clothes to sell like a thrift store consignment or whatever right? Not a place where they fish dead homeless Chinese men <laughs> out of the river and sell, and their, sell their clothes. clothes. That's <laughs> insane. Yeah. You saw that he's just wearing rags. These people don't want that. It was such a wild choice. But they, they had overcoats. They, and they'd sold all their overcoats. Yeah. But who sells them? The cops? I guess the cops it's, or the, the medical examiner or something. Because That's the other thing. They say that all these people go to the medical examiner. They don't find anything wrong with them. And they, they say it's heart uh, heart failure is the, the cause of death, right? Yeah. Um, but there's no whatever. So they uh, – he gets the clothes. He brings it to QED who finds just like – Straight up heroin. It's, he finds heroin. I didn't realize it was heroin until they say yeah. it because he says it's diam, diacetylate yeah. morphine or whatever, which is like the medical term yeah. for heroin. But 
He finds it in like a large chunk. It's yeah, not they're like, like a it looks of like powders. it, look, it, looks, it like, looks like fish scales. Yeah, yeah. When he was first picking out the the pieces with the with the uh, tweezers, yeah. I thought he was picking out like fish scales, and I thought he was gonna like pull a fish out of the sleeve. It's very <laughs> and large, go, and probably just go like, Ugh, okay. and <laughs> I was like, is are they gonna do a joke like that right I now? Would have been fun. Yeah, because that's it. It would have worked. It's something. Yeah. 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 But no, it was like giant clumps of, of heroin, heroin that were just like underneath their like lapels. Yeah. Because you know how uh, willy-nilly fucking heroin addicts are. Car, yeah. Oh, yeah, they just let those large ch- – oh, I must have misplaced that heroin. Like it's <laughs> some fucking dumb. Um, so they uh, – they find this drug and like we have to do something because like if, yeah, and QED just looks at it without chemical analysis. He just kind of looks at it. Doesn't he just he looks at under it. a microscope. He just kind of no, looks at looks it. Looks at it with a fucking with a what is, a magnifying, magnifying glass. <laughs> and also he holds it up to his eye and not up to the his object. object. <laughs> very bad. That's very bad. I was like, what? Sam, that's not how magnifying glasses work. That made me laugh very hard. I saw that too. So he uh, so he finds the heroin and he's telling them, look, uh, this is diacetylate fucking morphine, mm. which is like super potent version of opium, yeah. like as far as opium but doesn't synthetic, kill, synthetic, synthetic opium. Made and out you, of that. Right. Yeah. But he's like, but a regular, an opium user gets this, it would be instant death. Yeah. Uh, but then he also- It's like a fentanyl crisis. Pretty much. Yeah. That's pretty much what it is, except yeah. he can just put his fucking hand in it, which he does later in the episode. <laughs> yeah. He just picks up a fistful of heroin later <laughs> on in the episode. <laughs> which you can't really do. <laughs> For sure. That's not good. <laughs> not Particularly good. with your wet ass hands. You've been drinking all night. <laughs> oh. uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but then he tells the doctor, he's like, but I also find, I uh, I think you're not actually a doctor because he used some medical term that actually just means a sore toe, but the guy yeah, didn't also, know it. Sore toe? There's a medical Latin term for a sore toe? <laughs> well, in the sense that I, I'm sure there is a way to say sore toe in Latin, but I don't think it's something that's in the medical yeah. books. Uh, and he goes, and you've got a, this is a doctor's office with no waiting bench for passengers or examination table. Yeah. Uh, you don't even have a, a stethoscope. A stethoscope. It's going to be hard to believe. And then they go, well, we'll tell you the truth, but tomorrow, whatever. And they're going to meet him at the house. They show up late, but they show up with a guy from the British Secret Service. And a CIA guy. But they, he, here's what's wild. He doesn't even say. He, the uh, British guy he goes, what authority do you have or whatever? And he goes, well, I'm under the authority of the British Secret Service. He pulls out a badge. And the American guy goes, and I have the authority of the United States of America. America. <laughs> but what, what, do you, what do you work for? I don't know what also, that means. Also, he's wearing like a crazy wig. It's the wild. worst wig. It's, it's so it's, high. It's it's resting so high it's on like, there. It's like George's wig. It's wild. Uh, I've been watching those episodes of Seinfeld when yeah. George gets the rug, and oh, it looked for- just like it. <laughs> just that 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 hairline that's like just so thick. Yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, um, so they show up and they tell that the uh, the Chinese guy and his and the what he said was his daughter Priscilla. Um, are working for us. We know there's this new drug. It's actually showing up in New York and other places in Europe. So we were investigating it. But uh, and they're like, okay, well, what are you going to do with the thirty fucking dead people? And they're like, nothing. Forget about it. See, they basically yeah. they're like, this is a secret. This is. Uh, they go, well, what about these twenty seven men? And he goes, twenty seven tiny pawns in a much bigger game. And then uh, QED goes, game. Yeah, he's so <laughs> mad. I, also, his response to being mad, like to being upset at these people for not doing. So he throws them out essentially in like in like a polite way. Yeah. Like, Please show these people to the door. Yeah. 
Um, he locks himself in his room. Room and just starts smashing things. It's yeah, he just wild. Gets, it looks like he just gets really fucked up and starts breaking glass. Yeah, he's just you hear the glass breaking on the other <clears> side, <throat> and then Phipps is like, "Oh, you know, when he gets you like never this, know what he'll break when and, he gets like this." And he's a real dickhead about it. So they go in the room, and Phipps is like trying to sweep up the glass, and he's like slumped over in a chair with just glass underneath his feet. And he says, uh, "He's talking about how why I'm human, so." pathetic or whatever 10 he says 10,000 10, million, million brain cells you think they could use a few of them by the way that's 10 I, I did the I broke up my calculator it's 10 billion yeah. you could have said 10 billion 10,000 million is just a wild way to say yeah. that well, I don't know if they they used billion back then I don't know that this shows that they probably for historical did. Yeah. accuracy uh, but then I'm mad at him because they like, definitely did because like there were like the Rockefellers and the Vanderbilts and all sure. those people they were billionaires I would assume uh, so yeah they're smashing. He's smashing stuff. Phipps is sweeping it up. He, as Phipps is sweeping it up, QED picks up a plate, looks Phipps in the eyes, and just smashes a plate in his feet. <laughs> I was like, that's the rudest shit I've yeah. ever fucking seen in my life. Just one more, Phipps. Uh, so basically they decide, well, if these people aren't going to do anything, then we need to. Priscilla comes back and is like, look, you have to help us. Like, mm-hmm. no one's doing anything, but these are our countrymen. These yeah. are our people. We have to stop this fucking epidemic, right? Yeah. Priscilla's the, the, the doctor's girl. assistant. Turns out that he's a teacher at the local. And she's a, and she's student. a student, right? So she gets Charlie to go on, into this opium den and try to look around because the teacher has gone and to Charlie the opium Charlie straight den up of, smokes opium straight and has no effects he doesn't like well, he gets, i mean he gets, he gets a little like a oh, little dizzy then, and then blurred vision right but then he's like fine <clears throat> yeah i guess maybe that's what opium does i don't know uh i've had an opium hookup yeah uh, <laughs> uh so he follows him into the thing and they tell him, look you're gonna bet you're you're he's gonna bow then you're gonna bow and you're gonna give him a, a half of crown and you'll give you your pipe or whatever mm-hmm. but as he's going in there he's looking around he sees jake uh, the the doctor the teacher or whatever yeah. go into a room follows him in the room he's been killed knife in the back yeah um, Priscilla does not seem that broken up about that yeah. by the way nobody really does <laughs> uh, um, I guess since there's thirty fucking dead people already one more really doesn't make sense but he does see a a white like because everything's been like Chinese people but then like a white guy's in there who like m- might as well have villain written on his yeah. forehead he's just got like a bunch of scars on his yeah. face he's just, like a very clearly evil person. Uh, so clearly he's involved somehow. And then this is actually the one gimmick in this episode I liked. Uh, they go back and he's like, oh, how, like, you know, like, he's like, would you recognize me if you saw him again or whatever? So, uh, QED grabs this book off the bookshelf that's got a bunch of criminal descriptions. Criminal, but it's got a bunch of like faces in it. Yeah. And he basically makes a composite sketch. He like cuts all these pieces of the eyeballs and noses and lips or whatever and then does like a, you would on a computer nowadays. Oh no, it's a bigger nose. He puts a bigger nose, different eyes or whatever. And then goes, oh, Phipps is like, I know that guy. That's Bulldog, whatever the fuck, (laughs) uh, who used to be a fighter and now he's like a bad. Yeah. So they have to, uh, so they figure out they where send, the heroin They send Phipps to the dead people clothes store. To find out where he's working. Yeah. Because he's like, hey, is Bulldog still in jail or whatever? Yeah. He's like, oh, no, he's got a job down at the tea house or whatever. So uh, they find, they realize that this one heroin, this place is selling the heroin, yeah. to, uh, this opium den. And this guy, this uh, dude has a connection to this warehouse. So there's probably some connection there. They went there. to the tea warehouse during the day and then a pub at night. So they end up going and to And underneath this pub. the pub is a boxing ring and gambling. Right. And they have to pretend to be into 
the gambling yeah. and the boxing. Yeah, they have to be Americans looking for fun. And they, I actually kind of enjoyed I their, loved the that rec- little scene. That yeah. little scene, because like when they first show up, they're like, oh, we've got to be like Americans. So they just kick in the door and Sam Waters is like, ah! Who's got the money? Let's yeah. gamble, baby! <laughs> he's just like yelling and waving his and arms like, around. Seven, 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 yeah! Yeah, he's just screaming. They're just pretending to be drunk. Drunk asshole Americans. But I also like so they uh, the guy who runs the gambling because they think he's they're like big fish or whatever, which they kind of are. They're spending a lot of money. Yeah, he's like, okay, free bottle of champagne for these guys. And Jenny just gets fucking drunk, yeah. which I enjoyed. <laughs> like, yeah, you drink that free champagne. You're not a fucking <laughs> cop. Um. So there's a so bulldog whoever is having a boxing match. It's also kind of fixed, yeah. Um, but so for like gambling purposes, and then Charlie's like, I can take him. Yeah, because he he says he's, he's going to take distraction. him to make a distraction because they find they they, see they notice door. the door that sh- can probably lead to the maybe the, where the warehouse yeah. the connection or whatever. Uh, and Jenny's like, no, you can't let him do that. And fucking and uh, QED's like, oh, uh, he's middleweight champion at Harvard. He can he'll be fine. So was that a lie? Because he did not know how to box at all. He could well, take he a does, punch. He kinda. does in the he does in like the first little bit of the fight, and then that guy just like starts beating the fuck out. Yeah, of him. he doesn't get. Yeah, so like, I, what I mean to say is, wouldn't it have been more fun for? Him to be pretending not to know how to fight, but actually know how to fight and kind of display that. Yeah. So you've got these. So like, uh, the guy tells uh, the the guy in charge of the gambling tells Bulldog like, "Hey, keep him up for two minutes and then put him down." Uh, and he tells Charlie five minutes. Uh, you know, I've I got five to one odds you won't last uh, three minutes or whatever. Yeah. Right. So he's like. It would have been more fun for both of them to be trying to con each other, and yeah. maybe Charlie has this skill at boxing because you've, you're saying he yeah. has. So, like, it's just so much easier, like, more interesting to do that, and perfectly easy to do that, and still com- like achieve the things you want. Yeah, as opposed to just still the distraction instead of him making just getting him his a, making him a guy getting the shit kicked out of him for no yeah. reason at all. Um, but they find a secret tunnel, which finds the la- – they couldn't – what they've been trying to so say, they knew where it was being sold. They knew where it was being held, but they didn't know where it was being made. Yeah. Uh, and they find the secret tunnel, and they find where it's being made. And we it's just literally just a giant table covered in heroin. Yeah. And fucking QED just walks up and picks up a handful yeah. of it, and he's like, oh, heroin. He's like letting it sift through <laughs> his fingers. It's fucking wild. And like a really shitty chemistry set. And some boxes were like, oh, yeah. this shipment's going to New York. It's got a false bottom and they're putting heroin in it. So they, they yeah. found the, the, the whatever. And uh, the bad guys, of course, catch them before they can leave. Mm-hmm. They're going to dump them in the water. Um, they, he distracts them by telling the main guy that Bulldog has been selling the heroin without him knowing to these Chinese people and killing everybody, uh, which distracts him long enough for Phipps to show up. And save the day. He yeah. knocks a guy. He knocks some boxes over on him, and then he beats up fucking uh, the boxing yeah. guy, and they saves the day, which is great. But then, so there's a newspaper article which I would have thought Charlie wrote. Yeah, but he seems mad about the article. Yeah, because he's like, I they, got scooped by the cops or whatever. Yeah, they told well the CIA people and everyone told him like that you can't it doesn't exist. You yeah, can't yeah, publish yeah. this story. I think maybe like once the 
cases cracked, they like. Well, yeah, you can publish it, but then whose article is it? Yeah. Like, who wrote the article? Yeah. Like, why isn't it Charlie, like, I, fi- I got the big expose or whatever? He's yeah. mad that the article's out there. He's like, I can't believe I got scooped by the yeah. cops. But the cops didn't write that article. <laughs> yeah. Like, doesn't make sense. Maybe they just gave a statement or something. But yeah, but who wrote but it? To who? Yeah. Like, why not Charlie? Yeah. That is uh, weird. And just, they put a, a, just more bad writing. They put a stake <laughs> on his eye. Uh, Phipps shows up and says, somebody ordered a steak and they, you know, they put it on his black eye. And, uh. I've always wanted to do that. Yeah. I, I as a kid thought it was more than just cold. Yeah. Like I know that one. It's just, oh, it's cold and it molds to your yeah. face. I thought it was like some. There's the healing properties. Healing yeah. properties <laughs> in the meat. Raw I really meat. didn't think that as a kid. <laughs> uh, cause it would be in like cartoons yeah. and shit. And I was like, oh, there's gotta be something with the, the juices. I don't, <laughs> so stupid. Uh, so he puts the steak on him and then he says, uh, 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 QED says something and Phipps is like, it's your generosity. That man's wearing your supper. <laughs> and, uh, that's the end and of that's QED. It. That's the end that's of it. That's of the whole fucking run of this goddamn show. Um, I would say that I, in- I think there's a premise here that could have worked. Yeah. Um, I like the sort of time period. I, I, there's, I, I, they took – so like Sherlock Holmes has some of the same QED qualities of being arrogant, kind of being a dickhead, not having great social skills, right? But they took only that from him and like amped it up and that's QED's whole character. Yeah. Whereas that works with Sherlock in juxtaposition to how he does care about Watson yeah. and he does have these other things. With it, QED, he's just a dick. Yeah. And it's just so unlikable. Yeah. Um, would you recommend – Anybody watch this show? Uh, is there? Do you skim through it? Do you get high and watch one episode? Is there anything worthwhile? If you're not following with the podcast and listening, would you go? Oh, hey, watch the show or not? No, no, I hear you. Yeah, I mean, like people aren't like me, you know. Like, I, like I don't know. I watch like all. Like it also reminds me of like Poirot, sure. you know. And, yeah, like, yeah, I've I've watched. That entire series, even like the longer like film, like yeah, not yeah, the yeah. not the ones that came out in theaters, but like yeah, yeah, but yeah. the BBC her like Poirot yeah, yeah, with yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Dave the, Suchet. Sure, I couldn't think of his name. Yeah, David Suchet, not uh, any other Poirot. Every yeah, yeah, other yeah. Poirot can fuck off. <laughs> David Suchet. Oh, uh, who plays it in the, um, the There's there's a Murder on the Orient Express recent yeah. remake. I don't remember who. Played. I want to say it's like fucking. Um, oh, Kenneth Branagh, I think. Oh, maybe. No, no thank you. Harvey. Yeah, I didn't go see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But, like, if you like campy, awful stuff, yeah. like, this is, I mean, yeah, I smoke guess. a joint and kind of watch it. It's good in the background. I would say background at most. Yeah, like, don't, background don't, at most. But this is not this is not worth investing time in. And, and it's also not bad in the fun way. Yeah. That a lot of things we do yeah. on this podcast are bad, but like, oh, this is so absurd, I kind of yeah. enjoy this. Yeah, this You'd isn't Matthew Have fun Star. making fun of it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or like you could get high with friends and like crack jokes. Yeah. That doesn't, it's just incompetent in a way. Like, yeah. It's not fun. Yeah, and you can, and you kind of just get upset with the writing mm-hmm. and inconsistencies and stuff. Instead of being like, oh, that's so bad, it's great. Yeah. You're like, why... The fuck didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why uh, didn't you follow up with this? Uh, so this will be out tomorrow. You got anything you want to plug? Uh, yeah. Uh, March twenty first is gonna be. Uh, I'm doing another day party. Um, at Butterfly Bar for South by. Uh, me and my friend Andy being Cully. He's producing all the music. 
I'm producing all the comedy. Nice. It's going to be awesome and fun all day long. Uh, Donations at the door, but it's free to the public. Patrizzi's will be open March 25th. March 21st, all day long. Awesome. Do that for sure. Yeah, come on out. Uh, I uh, Last year we called it uh, South by Schmouth by, which is a play on uh, Nielsen Schmielsen by Harry Nielsen. And this (laughs) year we're calling it South by Schmouth by Son of Schmouth. Uh, we're gonna. We're just gonna put that on the poster. Gotcha. Uh, but, uh, and that's a joke for ten people. <laughs> the best kind of jokes. Yeah. Uh, this is out Thursday, so Sunday. I'm doing a choose your own master pancake at the Ritz at three thirty. That'll be fun. I am hosting the Austin Music Awards Sweet. March eleventh at the Moody Theater. Tickets are thirty bucks, but like that gets you on the floor at the Moody Theater, and there's like ten awesome bands, yeah. and it's like a fucking fun ass party. So go, you know, get your Oh, now uh, I'm also uh, at the Velveeta Room, uh, the 28th and 29th of Doug Mellard. Nice, that's now, gonna be fun as hell. So yeah, for sure, do that. Doug's the funniest. Always uh, check out his albums: Fart Safari, <laughs> Fart Safari Two, Fart Harder. I uh-huh. think there's a lot of them. Uh, so yeah, there's that. There's that. I uh, keep. I, I got other shows coming up, so check an eye on that. Um, I uh, for one. This show is produced at Permanent Record Studios in Austin by producer Mike Moody. Come here for all your podcasting needs because it's fucking dope. Uh, I recommend a good show. I need something actually good to watch. I can't watch like another terrible thing in a row. <laughs> so tweet me if you have a one season show that you actually like and is like an enjoyable, fun, good watch. Um, otherwise, uh, rate, review, subscribe. Please go to iTunes. Leave a little review. It helps us so much. And we will see you next week. Bye. Thank you.